And so it is. Shambhara, we move into our time of questions and answers. I want to make a point that this last shout, and of course we all create together, literally brought uh, Dr. Freud to tears. Amazing insights that that we are all developing. Your dedication to this work, your... He started going to pieces when he saw how you are taking this in your body, when you're taking it in your mind, this energy that's really not yours, energy of seduction that's on earth right now, or it could be other things, the consciousness of your family, the consciousness of your community, of your enemies, brought him to tears to see how you take it in. You've been such a worker of spirituality, you've been carrying it on your backs, but now it marks a time, what we call a point of separation, where you're going to allow yourself to feel, particularly at the high intuitive levels, but no longer have to take it in the body, take it in your mind, have it run you down. We're going to continue to explore consciousness and going to continue to feel it, because that's why you're here right now. But it's not yours. You don't have to have it have such an impact on these other parts of yourself. To feel and to experience is the greatest gift of all. To let it go is the greatest gift to yourself. Questions, please, now, about seduction. <laughs> I have one sidetrack. Indeed. <laughs> now that you're being referred to as a short-timer, <laughs> and there's a short amount of time to really for you to deliver directly <clears throat> the special messages that you have, what is it that you will hope to accomplish? What is it that you hope to share with us before that time? Well, you're asking me to give my farewell address, and I do have quite a bit of time left. <laughs> my commitment to Shambra to each one of you who I know you personally, whether it was Atlantis, whether it was the pyramids, the time of Yeshua, or just a few years ago. We've all worked together before. My commitment to you was to be your mirror from this side of the veil, to be the voice of consciousness and the voice of realization. While you were down there or as we say, out in the cold down there. We're sitting up here in our lofty, comfortable, warm cottages, drinking better wine than you have, <laughs> smoking the greatest cigars of all. We've had the easy job. So my work, my commitment to you has been to walk beside you. It is that simple. Thank you for asking. I'm Barbara, Hello, and Barbara. I was here last I'm month. I'm Tobias. Hello. I've been here <laughs> for a hundred months. <laughs> anyway, you asked me to come back this month, so Indeed. now I'm here. Indeed. So, how was the month? It was very eventful. I, I received a lot of help from different areas, both physical and non-physical. And, Barbara, what word would you have for Shambra at this point? Um... 
there's a lot of help everywhere, yes. and we don't have to do it alone. Wonderful, wonderful, beautiful statement. And how do you feel now about about living on the edge, about that uh, rather seductive <laughs> energy that pulled you mm. to testing the limits? Mm. Well, that's yesterday. <laughs> Good. And why is there a difference between that that energy to live on the edge, to to see how close you could come to without falling off? What's the difference between that and the consciousness that you have today? Well, uh, from some of the help, and I've re- I've noticed it before. I'm not fusing my soul and body enough, so now I'm consciously doing that every day. So I'm not hovering above because of things that have happened in this life or any lifetime, I suppose. Um, So I'm fully in my body as much as possible. And um, I'm also more fully accepting who I am. And not to put words in your mouth, but would it be fair to say that you're choosing life? Yes. Hmm. <laughs> and sometimes these things take a while to unfold, but when you really choose life and you understand that so many of the issues are not really yours, we talked about seduction today, it's, it's coming from somewhere else, but mm-hmm. when you're choosing life, you realize that you don't have to test uh, Life. You don't have to test the limits in order to feel alive, mm. because it flows right in. It's it's not boring. It's not um, it's not just neutral. It is fulfilling in a way that you can't even experience by by living on that on that edge. I wasn't living in. I was looking in. But as part of absolutely, and as part of that. It was a constantly feeling that you had to remember that you were alive by by testing limits and edges and mm-hmm. wondering if you're still here by putting your your toe into the um, how to say the darkness or mm-hmm. or the extreme. It did remind you that you were alive, but when you say when you're now fully present, you're here. Mm-hmm. You don't have to remind yourself of that. No, no, no. Now it's. Uh it's an adventure worth living and enjoying every moment. Yes. And that is not to say that there are not going to be factors that try to draw you back out of that. Mm-hmm. It's, it unfolds over what you would call time, but actually experience. And it is about, it is about um, truly allowing yourself to be in the body. But there are going to be times when you're going to feel pulled out, when extreme situations come from the outside, but remember what we all discussed today. It's a, it's a seduction that's not yours. I'll have to be vigilant. And, or keep breathing. <laughs> yeah, that would help. And thank you so much <laughs> for you. sharing with Shambra. I told her that was really nice she came back. Indeed. <laughs> In last month's shout, Tobias mentioned drinking pure water to help with the cleansing process. He also said that this is water that hasn't been distilled and is 
spring water or rainwater. He also said that it shouldn't be artificially induced. Does bottled spring water qualify? And what about this charged alkaline water that's processed through a $5,000 machine from Japan that's supposed to cure everything? What's our best, most expensive source of pure water? <laughs> St. <laughs> Germain was offering his comments which I will not repeat here <laughs> in front of the group Jean-Bert what we're trying to clarify here is just natural now don't get into all caught up about how natural is natural or what process makes it more natural we're trying to say that in the water that the water that comes from from Earth and, and the deeper levels of Earth, of course, because it is more filtered, or as we said, rainwater. But don't get in all caught up into how many uh, particulates of some type of chemical and other things are in it. Our point was simple: that just the 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 pure water, if possible, uh, any water, good, but pure, if possible. I will tell you right now that there is not there is not a machine on the face of this planet or in the alien planets or anywhere else that has the ability to purify water and heal everything beside your own physical body. That is the $5,000 machine, is your own body. Now, I'm not suggesting here that you drink the water and then go off and sell it after it is discharged from your body as have gone through the most sacred purifying uh, processing system, although there are those that are gullible enough to buy it. So that is what St. Germain was literally saying. He said, piss in a bottle and then sell it if you want. But I didn't want to say that. <laughs> nice. Nice. Really nice. This is a family show. But there are, <laughs> and my family pisses. I don't know about yours. It's really nothing to be nice. ashamed of. <laughs> but Saint Germain was jokingly saying there is probably somebody gullible enough to buy it. Any of these artificially induced things that we hear about are just distractions, and for some people they are wonderful, but. We're trying to get away from the distractions with Shambra. You are, you are the temple. You are, you are it. And when you come to realize that, you know what happens? Your body starts responding that way again with its natural abilities. Your mind is a wonderful um, tool, but it's not being used in the right way. When you say, I am that I am, and I don't need to buy a $5,000 machine from anywhere, your body naturally responds and says, yes, I am. Your, your body is an aspect of you. It's part of you and it wants to serve you. Every energy wants to serve you, but when we become so distracted, it can't. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I already see some of Vishamba artists sketching the labels for their <clears throat> special water. <laughs> Piss on earth. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. Um, dear Tobias. Yes. <clears throat> set, oh my, check the water. Um, 
About seven years ago, I asked you a question when Linda was reading all the questions, and your answer was that I knew the answer. I was sitting in the audience at the time. I still don't know the answer. I thought maybe you could answer it now. (laughs) Well, it's important. Now, here's the thing. My girlfriend and I saw this man in front of our faces. And long story, but he went poof. Mm -hmm. He dematerialized. It was strange. It could be. He had amazing eyes. It was an amazing thing. I have this question, what was that about? And number two, your answer to me was that it was a hologram, a very good hologram. And so my question is, who sends these holograms? You know what I'm saying? Now, who did I say had the answer? You said I did. Who would send the hologram? Oh, well, wasn't I clever? (laughs) Seven years does not uh, qualify you for clever to figure out. (laughs) Okay, I have a question. Why would I send me that hologram? Well... Many, many reasons. It's being done continually. Uh, this was just one time when you realized it. Uh, that you were continually sending yourself guidance and, and uh, what you would call assistance from the other realms. Uh, so it was just manifesting in what appeared to be physical form because that's what your senses uh, can best perceive it at. So you send yourself this hologram. It was one of assurance, um, saying everything is fine, you're, you're in a good state. It was one of uh, self-love. It was also, if you remember the, um, your creation, the hologram, it was um, very deep wisdom trying to remind you of that part of yourself that's not yes. um, so dingy uh, <laughs> or unbalanced or fine. any of that, but the part of you that is so extremely wise. Yeah. Uh, let us just say it was, um, I don't know we're big on this right now, but it was an aspect of you that literally is created by you in the other realms. And here you gave yourself a little opening in the, in the door to allow yourself to see it. And then, poof, it goes away. Hmm. You are incredibly um, creative and incredibly, incredibly wise. Hmm. Thank you. Hmm. <laughs> We've heard that Gaia has left and it's now shifted to the goddess Vespa, the goddess of light. What is your comment on that? Thank you. Do you want to hear a bunch of angels laughing their ass off? Are you having a good time today? <laughs> well, we have Katumi here, and um, we have St. Germain and Kuan Yin, mm-hmm. and they're rolling on the floor. <laughs> we'll go on to the next question, if you can't figure the answer out. If you can't hear their laughter, I, I will question. answer. <laughs> Gaia is slowly leaving in a very balanced way. It's not going to happen overnight. The only ones that are going to take over the responsibility of Earth are the humans that live upon the Earth. Their spirit will go into the ground, into the air, into the consciousness. No Vespa, no anything else other than human consciousness. If humans do not take responsibility for the planet and the dimension that they live in, then it will simply just go away. Thank you. 
Hi, Tobias. For the last few months, um, I have had a lot of trouble making decisions. I, I make them. I, I make choices a lot about when I'm going to retire and if I'm going to stay in the house I'm in or buy a different house. And uh, the next day, the next week, it's like, well, no, that wasn't the right choice. I change my mind. I make another definite choice, and it keeps going around and around and around. What? And I talk to people today who are going through the same thing. What, why can't I make a decision and make it stick? Indeed, excellent question, and one that uh, Dr. Freud is going to uh, move in a little bit with here. <laughs> He's learning a new type of uh, psychology here, and he's not going to blame it on your mother. <laughs> Interesting phenomena. All Shambhara in our, in our, in, are in a change energy. Uh, your essence knows that there is constant state of flux. Your h- human self doesn't really understand that yet. Uh, it's uncomfortable with tremendous change taking place. You're allowing yourself to practice conscious choice in the, at the human mental level. And it's wonderful because at least it's showing you the flexibility that you have, showing you that you can indeed make choices. But it's also showing you that you don't have to get locked into anything. You're not living on a linear path anymore. You made a very interesting uh, choice, for instance, about retirement, but You look at retirement as something that happens at a certain point in time and at a a very linear uh, calendar time. You change your mind, and it's actually not your mind, but you change your perspective later because a part of you realizes that, in a sense, that was so yesterday. Very, very old. And now, with all of the rapid changes, you realize that maybe there's something else you want to do. You're giving yourself the wisdom of the freedom of choice and change, which is very, very important. Uh, You're taking off all the old um, restrictions. But it's also now at a different level forcing, or not forcing, but encouraging you to make choices of the, what you would call the heart or the spirit, rather than choices of the mind and just the human. There's a tendency to focus on First, on choices that are very uh, tangible and very much applied to the um, comfort of the human. And choices about abundance or choices about um, health and very, very three-dimensional things. But then as you play with choices, you move up the level and now you start making choices of consciousness and spirit. At that point, you realize you no longer really have to make choices of the human nature, the, the uh, feeding, clothing, and maintenance and protection of your human self, because those become quite incidental. The choices you make at a higher level will automatically take care of what we call the um, lower level needs. All of this is trying to, trying to boost you up or move you up to uh, very broad consciousness choices now. You're actually on, a, on the right path, so to speak. Yes, and so don't get caught in your mind about your mind making changes. It's actually a beautiful thing. A group of Chambra that lives in Venezuela is observing and feeling very rough energies here in Venezuela. Is there anything more that you would like to tell us so that we can cope better with this situation? Is there anything more we can do? 
Much love from the Shamba Group in Venezuela. Indeed. You are living in a challenging consciousness right now uh, that has been a part of the culture for a very, very long time. And what is happening with Shamba there is you are allowing yourself to waken up and to feel again. You're feeling all of this uh, duality and all of this tension around you. Attention has some of its core values in the whole thing of the um, freedom of the spirit, the freedom of um, of the individual, and it's coming to it's coming to a head. It also, obviously, as you know, um, literally metaphorically involves the energy situation. Uh, Venezuela has an abundance of energy, but it is not being distributed in a an appropriate fashion with those who are living there. So you have all the turmoil of political chaos, consciousness chaos, and multiplied with this whole seduction energy on Earth right now, and you're feeling it. Remember it's not yours. Remember not to embody it in your physical self or your mental self. Allow yourself to absolutely feel it. You're, you're on a, you're, how do you say, in, a, in an amazing opportunity here right now for extreme feeling, but don't own it. You're there in Venezuela right now to to help those who want to move into higher consciousness, and you're not doing it necessarily when they're just in front of you in person. You're doing it on, on a non-physical level as well. Our big suggestion to you, but to Shamba all around the world, is don't take it personal. It's not yours. What you're feeling in your body and your mind is only because your senses are waking up. Feel it, don't own it. Thank you. Hello. I wanted to ask for input, um, any feedback, tips, advice for my new shop in Breckenridge, and Mm. thank Katumi for playing with me and the muggles (laughs) that come in. Indeed. Um, Several suggestions, and we're double-checking with um, Kaldra and Linda. Of course, what a wonderful thing to have a um, Chambra gathering there. We understand uh, we will we will all be there very soon. I already brought that up. <laughs> You're so smart. <laughs> <laughs> and to um, we would love to do um, a channel there, and we would love to have Chambra. That in itself is um, will create some wonderful, beautiful energies uh, that will stay in the shop and attract people um, from off the street, bring them in not really knowing why they were there. That will, if you allow this to be, of course, uh, but it will, it will infuse new energy. You've already been doing that, but can you imagine a whole group of Chambra coming down if you supply the wine? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Any suggestions on merchandise, different things, more Chambra stuff? Um, we want you to feel that merchandise. Uh, don't get into the head about what some of the things you've learned in the past or what you think you have to have. But uh, matter of fact, I'm trying to think of a way to keep this short. But uh, Shambra, for those of you who have products or, in this case, a store or different things, uh, you have to basically throw out all the old rules of uh, product turnover and inventory and product mix and all the rest of those things 
they they don't apply so well in a new energy type of um, setting. So uh, be very um, uh, here's a good word for it. Be very daring and bold in some of the inventory that you bring in the merchandise, and um, don't get stuck in old inventory um, concepts. Thank you. Two questions. Please give me some insight on the pain in my neck. That's not me. <laughs> <laughs> Linda, you shouldn't be asking your own questions. <laughs> <laughs> Want me to read the real question? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Please give me some insights on the pain in my neck, shoulder, low back, and continuous inability to sleep. Am I overdoing the standard technology, or have I been using it for too long since July of '06? Over three. Okay, that's question number one. Yes. Right now, as as all of you uh, wake up, uh, and as we talk today, you're going to feel like never before. You've been trying to run from it, uh, but you can't. It's you don't want to. You want to be able to feel everything. You want to feel right now. There's some activity in the core of the earth that uh, hasn't hasn't ever been there before. It's in, um, how do I say, it's not just seismic or, you know, that, but there are, there are vibrational activities in the core of the earth and your body feels it. And that's, that's the, the blessing is that you can feel it. Don't keep it in the body. As we move to the next level of being able to feel, you won't have to use crude systems like uh, the biology or the mind. We're going to get into some of the very higher end system, very sophisticated, so your body no longer has to have the, the shoulder and the back uh, pains and the, the, the jaw and the dental pains and the, all the rest of the stuff. Thank you. Hey, how's it going, Tobias? It's been a, been a while since I've been up here. Suddenly I've become nervous. Um, I want to express my uh, gratitude for, for all the work we do together and thank you for you know, working with all of us. And it just brings me a lot of joy. To be up thank here you. and to do all this stuff. Um, Good to see you again. Thank you. Up front. Yeah, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a question that I asked a long time ago mm-hmm. about uh, geome- geometrical patterns. Indeed. And I quit working with them. I got really, really stuck, so I just I just let it go. And recently I had like a synchronistic moment where maybe I should, you know, work with these. Maybe it could be a source of abundance or whatever or freedom or whatever. And... Um, Basically, you said to make the basis of my work the five-pointed star. And I worked with, you know, I was aware of some variations of that work, but you, you talked about taking the arcs mm-hmm. and then, you know, interlacing them with the, the points and the lines and then circles. And then I had that with the 12 interlocking stars. I'm getting a little complicated here. but okay. And then that part was pretty easy for me. And it made and, and it created some really beautiful and new ideas, you know, using the arcs and circles, something new and different, which a lot of people don't work with. But then you you said something about seven points on each arc, and I'm thinking there's lines going from those seven points to other corresponding stars, all like flowing together parallel, and then you know just repeating that pattern, and then you know that you. Or my other thought is that. The lines go in all different directions, in which case I'm pretty screwed in that. 
So basically, can you talk about that, the, the, the points on the arcs, the spacing of the arcs, hmm. uh, the, the, and, you know, how that works and variations of that star hmm. geometry, and if there's more beyond the five-pointed star geometry work? Hmm. Well, no, this could... Um Said we could get into some very uh, long discussions, and uh, actually, uh, St. Germain would love to have uh, much more, um, how to say, deeper discussions with you about that. Uh, so right now, for, for the sake of this question and answer, um, we'll reserve that for later. Uh, for right now, though, for you personally, uh, what I hear you really asking is, uh, is about the direction of your, your work. You took a break for quite a while from this. Um, you got burned out mentally. Uh, you were trying to figure it out on too many different levels, but running through the mental. You're, you have a very uh, astute knowledge of sacred geometry and uh, feng shui shapes and energy movements. And now after taking your hiatus for a while, we're going to suggest you get back into it but um, not, not going back to what you were doing before, but into a new expression of, of energy movement uh, and of the shapes and the forms that it takes. We're going to suggest you don't necessarily get back into the work with the, um, the copper that you were doing before. It was actually limiting you and, and um, causing some other problems. Getting, getting into other media at this point uh, and that we're not going to tell you specifically what that's... We want you to play with it. Uh, we, are, we will tell you, though, a hint. Get away from the metals for a while. Allow your natural expression and creativity to come through. You already have the basis of understanding for the geometry and for the um, what you call the rational portion of it, but now bring in the creative portion to play with it, and that's what was missing before. You're becoming far too uh, rational about it. When you allow the creative nature to play with that, you're going to find that, A, you, your own sense of um, self-fulfillment, self-worth, rises very, very quickly. Instead of getting frustrated wrapping copper, you're now going to be expressing in a whole different way. You're also going to find that the true creative expression that's done... Uh, in a very open and free way, is going to appeal to other people as well. They are going to be drawn into your uh, creations uh, as they were not drawn, for the most part, into your, your other works, uh, because this is going to be a full expression of you rather than you, you trying to figure out um, too many mental things, and they could feel it in your work. You are... You are a you have an artist by nature, although you don't think so, and you are you highly understand energy movement. Watch how these work together, and don't give me any excuses now why you can't do it, whether it's money or time or talent, because that was the old you, that was an that was the old expression, the new expression lets their energy surge forward, lets it. Let's it just blossom and expand and open up. So um, your homework is to uh, go out and work with these. Um, we'll bring in some information from St. Germain at another time, but we'd like to see you back up here in no more than six months to talk about free expression.
Thank you very much. Thank you. Over three years ago, I chose to create a relationship that would be the grandest love of my life. A year later, I did meet a wonderful man, and we have lived together for over a year. It has not turned out to be, at least in my consciousness and awareness, what I chose. I felt at the time that I was conscious that I consciously chose this on every level and from every aspect of my composition as one with my soul. Where did I fail? I'm hurting. Thank you. Well, indeed, you failed by considering it a failure. It was an experience. You created something, you experienced it, and now you move on. Um, this harsh judgment about uh, relationships, um, again, very old energy, that you would have, have to stay with somebody for a long length of time. Uh, Shambhar, I would encourage you, if any of you, it is better to have the most intense loving relationship that lasts one night versus a miserable relation. <laughs> versus a miserable relationship that lasts 10 years or 20 or however many. Don't, don't place value judgments on it like that. You tried, you experienced, and then you moved on. So let go of the whole failure thing. Also, the problem is um, on another note. Relationships are difficult for all Shamba right now because you are, to use a, a, a measurement, you're at a 3,000 uh, consciousness level. Most humans are at about 2,000. It is going to be very difficult to maintain a long-term relationship because there is a, there is a basic uh, major difference in consciousness unless they are so loving and so compassionate, uh, but then their consciousness would be up with yours. So, uh, seize the day nice. or the night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and Calder is adding here: these are not necessarily the um, the uh, thoughts, beliefs, or words of Calder. Uh, Tobias, thank you. This is my first time here, so thank you. Thank you. Um, it's important for me to be able to share with you where I am. I feel like that I have passed through using the expression the valley of death mm -hmm. and had my guides with me going through um, severely deep initiations. And I see myself at the end of this and I see these two steps with these huge gold doors opening mm -hmm. and call my ancient soul family angelic realm that stands there. It's kind of like have my one foot up those steps and the other foot back into what you call that seduction consciousness. It also feels like that place is in the house that I'm in now, which it feels like it's time to sell. What also makes me sad, if I can do this without crying, is that um, I've had to release my dog. She's still alive, but she's living in Utah right now, and that grieves me. So... I'm asking you for assistance and to be able to go through those doors knowing I deserve it without that back door saying, come back, come back, come back. Mm. So can you assist me with that, please? Indeed. Um, we're going to say, first of all, do not step through those doors unless you want it to be the last breath you have on this earth. The doors are a representation of the... Um, the bridge of flowers of your angelic family back home. And it is very attractive because um, 
because they are ones who love you dearly. You all come from an angelic family, and they are back wherever you want to say in a different uh, dimension. They are waiting for you. They are waiting to see what happens with you as the one who came to earth and has taken on many lifetimes and has learned to deal with yourself as a creator. So they're all back behind the doors <laughs> wanting to know how it turns out for you. When will you discover that you are the creator? When they, will you discover there is no grander being than you? When will you discover that you are sovereign? Now they are willing to accept you back in the purest, deepest love at any point, but what you are seeing symbolically here is the release of the physical body from the earth and going back to what is often referred to as home or the spiritual family. There are two doors in the scenario uh, because it is about choices, and the choices are about staying on earth right now. And that is literally what everything is happening in your life. Even the loss of your dog and the loss of other things that you're not mentioning out loud here right now have to do with um, you possibly clearing the way to leave, not sure which choice you're going to make. All of these things come into play into the picture right now to say, what do you want to do? you want to continue staying here? Do you want to go back to the other realms? And quite frankly, it is wonderful back here. Or do you want to continue the work that you started a long time ago while staying on Earth? While you're in this process of making those decisions, things get cleared out of your life. They leave, they go away, they fall away. And what remains standing is you, the divine human. Confused at times, lost at times, filled with love and excitement at times, but what remains is you can feel lonely, desolate, and even confusing. When you're standing alone, at least the perception of being alone like what you are now, the seduction energy can then be very strong. It can be calling you to other places. It can be telling you to come here or to come there. When you're standing alone like this is the greatest opportunity a soul will ever have for discovering itself but also one of the most difficult opportunities. As you come through this process, you're going to realize something very beautiful. You're going to realize who you are. You're going to realize what you truly have. You're also going to realize during most of this process, during most of this um, coming into yourself, that you were not alone. You were surrounded by those of us on this level, in your spiritual family, in your human level, it was a short, a short time where you were alone. That goes for all of Shambra, but very, very short. The rest of the time, you're never alone. I know I went far beyond uh, where you were going with this, but it no, was you important. did not. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any suggestions or tools or meditations you can suggest? No to meditation. That? No tools. No prayer. No nothing. Now. Ja okay. Uh, yeah, these are often used as a distraction, and we're not saying that they are bad or negative, but we are inviting Shamba right now to breathe and to choose life and to feel and 
by doing so and not getting distracted in any other tools or discipline. It's about really living on earth for the first time in a long time in a full, pure and true way. It's about accepting yourself, every part of yourself, in the fullest way. And this is the greatest challenge an angel will ever, ever, ever face. Thank you very much. Okay, we're way past the time that that Calder and I agreed to, but if, I'd like two more questions. If you could be very brief and succinct. Indeed. <laughs> I knew it. Thank you. I should have been the uh, one before me because me being brief and succinct is an issue or a challenge. But I'll I'll make it quick. I'll grab that mic. Grab that mic. I'm going to stand over here. Um, I, I feel good about myself, and I don't always feel that way. And I, I'm starting to really feel this and understand. And, and I just like to acknowledge that instead of coming up here and crying. Um, crying is good. Too. I do want to cry sometimes, but yes. um, Saint Germain can make you cry. Yes, I'm <laughs> sure he could. Um, surrendering to uh, uh, my uh, aspects right now, um, I'm having uh, an issue or a challenge of, of being seduced back into the work world. Uh, specifically uh, school construction building inspector versus artistic world or what I've wanted to do. And it's always because of money and credit card, and it's back and forth for years now. Uh, I know this question's been asked before, but specific aspects of myself that are, that are uh, pulling me back into the old world? Let's, uh, looking at the energy here, and again, Dr. Freud is um, coming very close to you right now, if you don't mind um, uh, energetically sniffing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Here we have a situation. Um, let, let's let's not blame it on the aspects, but let's take a look at the uh, the doubt. Uh, and obviously, aspects carry doubt. But there's part of you that that doubts whether you can do this. So that in itself will draw you back to what you didn't doubt, what you knew you could do well. That is that is a, a very internal seduction that's going on here, and. Uh, We'll put it very, very undelicately, but it's a matter of saying, it's a matter of making that choice so deeply that you say, uh, you know, um, uh, it is more important to you than even, uh, even uh, life or death. It is, it is what you choose, and you're going to get off of this um, sitting on the fence uh, with your doubt and should you and shouldn't you and money. We have to say that the money, so much energy is focused on money. We're going to be talking about this again pretty soon. The money is a bad excuse for not being who you are. And if you really cared about the art, you'd live in a, a, um, a cardboard box um, and wash yourself at a city park. Because it would <laughs> Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but then you'd learn to believe in yourself. And when you believe in yourself, the abundance as abundance comes rocking in, and so many of you are caught up with uh, abundance, so we, we are going to readdress that Thank you. soon. But don't let that become a cheap excuse for bad behavior. So. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. I'm just really grateful to be here today and the grace that I'm receiving. I'm thankful for my present lesson, which is teaching me to deal with my male authority issues. Hmm. I am from an Irish Catholic family with six older abusive brothers and father. I was in a group for 18 years for spiritual growth. I am now, I have, 
since left and had to bring litigation against the leader over the home we bought together. He and his family presently live in the same house with me and is very stressful. How long will it take for resolution and are, other, and are, and are there other lessons I need to learn? Yes, there are. Uh, what we're looking here and seeing, and again, please understand, Dr. Freud is just absolutely amazed. He, he never, he's just saying his couch was such a, such a simple place, uh, so boring compared to all this. This is good. <laughs> the questions and, of course, the answers. This, um, I give it to you very, very simply, and we know you already know what to do. You and I have had this discussion, and uh, um, we've kicked it around a number of times. They, this, uh, this has to do with some old, I don't even like the word karma anymore, but old uh, experiences that still have their energy imprint on all of you. Basically, the tentacles from this uh, group uh, and from its uh, leaders are still very deep into you, still very connected. Uh, they're, they're like, uh, imagine an octopus, and the tentacles, the arms have gone right into you, and they're holding you there. You find great comfort in this, and you've been programmed to actually accept it. You are, I'm trying to say this somewhat delicately, but oh, St. Germain says go for it. You are, <laughs> you are hypnotized by them. You, you are under their oh, control, if you would. And, but you refuse to let yourself go. You're holding the key in your hand, you know, the, the key to unlock uh, all those tentacles and the control and the hypnosis. But you're sitting looking at the key saying, I wonder what I should do. I wonder where the answer is. Well, the answer is in your hand. And it's about unlocking all those. It, the, it is about... Uh, with the imagination, letting all that go, and letting go also of the need to have that control in your life. You said it yourself. Control. It's an issue. And for some reason you're in love with control. You're seduced by control. You're limited by control. But you love to play with control. So let go of the need to have others control you. Otherwise you're going to jump right into another situation you and I have talked about and I've warned you. I've said it has the same elements of control, giving yourself up. In doing so, you're going to encounter the most frightening thing that you have ever encountered. It's called yourself. <laughs> Being who you are. You shut down from that quite a while back. Shut down from being that wonderful, incredible, loving, compassionate, and talented, and sometimes a little too smart, human, because you letting others stop you. So let's stop playing that game now. Control, control ends up being a very boring game anyway. Not even that they're stealing energy from you or any of that. You just you, you let them put control um, chips in you and control tentacles, and let's stop playing that game. So your homework, since you were bold enough to come up here, three months. We would like you to come back after you've released that control. If you haven't, don't come back. Three months. And tell us how miserable it is now to have let others stop controlling you. Deal? Deal. Good. Thank you. One last quickie. One last quickie.
Okay, two very brief no, questions. One. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> First, our sons were born a month ago. And, yes. Uh, yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, we were just wondering uh, if we got their names right or if they have any wishes that they want to communicate well, in this fashion. You have an interesting situation. Uh, wonderfully brilliant situation, but very interesting. Um, on your hands are <laughs> one crystal, one knot. Yeah. Uh, now, now, there is no judgment in that because they will both actually be balancing each other. It was brilliant on their part to, to do this because... It is very difficult coming in as a pure crystal, and it is uh, perhaps a little old coming in as just um, one who has been here for many incarnations. But when they pair like they've done here, you're going to have such an incredibly magnificent uh, example, not just not just for you, but for for all Shamba, for for everybody, of how this can work so well. It was uh, very well planned. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Names they're going to change their own names anyway, so don't worry about it. All right. Fine. <laughs> Great. Okay. So, um, secondly, very quickly, Hurry. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm choosing to start my own business, yes. and um, finally understanding what you meant when you said that I was limiting myself a while ago. Yes. Um, I would like to do it here in America, um, but I'm not letting that be a limitation anymore. Um, so I'm just wondering: is it realistic for me to expect to do that in the short term, or should I just move abroad? Oh. Um. <laughs> It is about your choice, first of all. Um, we're just looking at the energy here. We're going to say it is everything said. It is it is better to launch it here. But uh, underline the word launch. Yes. Really big congratulations on to your wife, and we can't wait to see the babies. Bring pictures next time. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. So. So. With that, Chambra, it has been a day, it has been another time to gather together again to take a look at where where you are, where the world is, why you're here, and the pure joy of life and being a new consciousness teacher. And so it is. And so it is. Mm.